How's it going, everyone? Aloha, everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lesson. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice now. Say what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Fergan. Say what's up, Kahai? What's up? So, Thursday Live Lesson is here. You guys can ask us whatever you want. We'll try to answer as best as we can. Um, you guys can send us videos for assessment. Whatever it is that you guys want to do, ask, or int- however you guys want to interact with us, you totally can. This is kind of our town hall, you know? Like, um, we'll address everything. Right, Kahai? Mm-hmm. So, first off, what are we going to address, bud? You're going to do questions. You're going to do uh, videos, assessments. You wanna do, uh, what do you want to do? What, what do you want to do? Uh oh! Uh, last week we said that mm. the first thing we'll do is uh, talk about the people who turn in on song yes. submission. Yes, see, yeah. that's why we give you the big bucks, guy. That's why. That's why, man. That's why you're making the millions of dollars. Oh yeah, uh, Mil- millions. <laughs> <laughs> billions is it billions now? Are you hanging mm. out with, uh, with yeah, bi- the yeah the Amazon guy? <laughs> Quotation marks, billions. <laughs> <laughs> billions of, of fractions of a penny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, here we go. Okay. Let's just let, let's say who, who put in a song. So we um, we had a song. Uh, so I was going to say, let, let's name all the people who submitted songs. But let's let's talk about what we're talking about. First of all, for the people who are just tuning in, or if this is your first episode, uh, on the show, we do a songwriting challenge. So on the songwriting challenge, we give you guys some um, uh, some guidelines or, you know, a, a set of chords or or anything. Basically, we give you a guide on what kind of song to write. You write it. We write songs. Uh, we show you guys what kind of songs we write. And then we give you guys another week to uh, to submit your songs to the songwriting challenge. And we pick a random, you know, a random person that submits a song and we give them a nice little treat. So this uh, this time, it's these right here. Bam, bam. And then all sweet and salty. And then some what is it, persimmons? What is <laughs> persimmons? <laughs> persimmons, right? Uh, Starfruit. Starfruit. I don't know. I keep thinking. Why am I thinking persimmons? I mean, I'm just season. That's why. I guess so. <laughs> projecting what I want. <laughs> All right. So we got uh, starfruit. We got uh, from Hawaii. Let's just guys, okay, because I think that you know that really nails it down. How special this this is, is going to be. Starfruit and these sweet and salty treats. So we got milk chocolate macadamia nuts. We got lihing sour lychee. We have seedless lihing cherry. If you guys don't know what lihing mui is or what lihing is, uh, Kahai will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Kai? Lihing. Uh, it's uh salted and dried. Is it originally salted and dried plum? Plum. Or right. yeah. <laughs> and then from that, they kind of take the flavor of that. Mm. And they put it on a bunch of like candy or yeah. other stuff. So a lot of goodies. Yeah, lot of goodies. you'll see a ton of that on in Hawaii. Like lihimui, <laughs> it's like lihimui arare, which is like arare is another thing that I don't know if people in the mainland know. <laughs> it's like about. rice, like a rice cracker, like a toasted yep. rice cracker. Yeah, yeah. but coated with like soy sauce, I guess. Yeah, you know? I think so. Yeah. So people are like, "What soy sauce?" And Arare. Yeah. Arare. Yeah. Yeah. Arare. What is Arare? Yeah. Um, if you guys ever make it here to Kauai, you know, after the pandemic, of course, <laughs> you know, like after, uh, this is all blows over. If you guys head over to, uh, to Kahai's shave ice stand, cause he has a shave ice stand, right? Kahai, try the Lihing Mui flavor. It's awesome. Well, what would you mix the Lihing Mui shave ice with? This is what people really want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lihing Mui Lilikoi can be pretty good cause it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, kind of that. No, more... no, we got lychee. Never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a more tart 
Alihimui mm. is more tarty and yeah. sour, and then Lilikoi is kind of sweet. So that's yeah. a good combination. Uh, Lihimui lime can kind of be, Ooh, or uh, Lihimui okay. watermelon. I know that sounds good. Watermelon sounds- is a, a popular flavor with people who come from the mainland. So yeah, if you could get Lihimui powder, you know, like um, maybe the next one, I'll, I'll maybe I'll buy some Lihimui powder to give away mm. for the next uh, songwriting <laughs> challenge. Um, if if you guys can find watermelons, just put the powder in like a Ziploc bag with the watermelons. Oh, or apples or pretty, anything really. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty any much. Yeah, uh, any wet fruit, I guess that mm. the Limoy powder will stick to. Right, yeah, it works good well. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the next one. Next songwriting challenge. So today we're going to announce the winner of the songwriting challenge, and we're, we'll also do a new songwriting challenge. We're gonna set it today. So, who are our uh, nominees, <laughs> uh, people who submitted submissions. Yeah. Who are the people who submitted songs, Kahai? Uh, the first one was from Hamsini. Hamsini? Yeah. As usual, and, it never fails to to write a song. Mm-hmm. And then? Uh, and then uh, we had one from Chris and Sue. They've nice. done uh, yeah. other songs before, too. Mm-hmm. And then we had another one, which uh, Chris and Sue recorded theirs, like mm. uh, did an audio recording and sent it directly to us. Yeah. But then the last person uh, wrote out like chords and lyrics and said that uh, like this is a song that I, I'm working on and mm-hmm. I don't have it finished, but here's what I have so far. Nice. And so that one's from uh, their username is Wild Child. So. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice song. Talks about Hawaii and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they like read the lyrics. Pretty cool. Hamsini. Um, did a an instrumental pretty pretty good she did like a lot of mm-hmm. cool little um uh what do you call it? like harmonies on the on the e and a string really awesome um uh chris and sue uh, they did a nice folky kind of six eight song i loved it loved all of it it was, it was great so anyone is a toss-up and you all of them deserve something but we can only give one prize to one person so we're gonna bring up this wheel of people not shout outs okay so we got wild child we got hamsini and we got chris and sue on this wheel we're going to spin the wheel whoever lands on totally random is going to get these goodies so kai why don't you spin that wheel all right looks like chris and sue chris and sue congratulations so we already have their information right we already have their um their Uh... mailing address if not um, why don't you email yeah. us, Chris and Sue, your uh, your mailing address, so we can send you some goodies, some dried yeah. star fruit from, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, be good from Hawaii. Dried, dried star fruit from Hawaii. Dried star fruit is like uh, my nephew's. My nephew is one in a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's already like one of his favorite things to eat too. <laughs> like I was telling Aaron, because Aaron's mom is the one who made it, and my nephew, when he sees it, he mm-hmm. does the sign language for more already. <laughs> oh, nice! He, he, so he's asked, like, "Wow, that is cool." They 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 got a box, mm-hmm. and in the box was some, and my my sister and my brother in law mm-hmm. pulled it out, yeah. and as soon as he saw it, he just started going crazy oh, with the, the more, please, more, more. <laughs> give me more. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Does uh, Aaron? Does your mom have like a like a dehydrator and stuff, or yeah. does she just dry them out like? On the... no, no, they use the dehydrator. All right, on man. Uh, I was I was at the store the other day because I wanted persimmons, <laughs> persimmons, and I saw like two different kinds. One that like kind of shaped like a heart, and one like the regular round shaped ones and stuff. Oh. Have you guys had the heart shaped ones? 
It's not really a heart. It's just kind of pointy instead of it being round in the bottom. It's oh. kind of pointy in the oh, bottom. Yeah. Never had it. Didn't get it because I was like, I don't know. But it says it's persimmon, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know, maybe. But uh, I figured I'd ask and, you know, see if it's if it's good. And maybe you guys <laughs> could know. tell me if you, the audience, know if those are any good. Let me know because I love persimmons. I was going to grab it, but I kind of chickened out last second and said, no, nah, I'm going to go with the old tried and true. So. Those are really good uh, dried. My friend um, Jason uh, dries the dries persimmons, and those are delicious. Maybe I should hit him up. I'll call him up after the show. Anyway, so new songwriting <laughs> challenge. <laughs> Just think it out loud. All right, so uh, new songwriting challenge. So what we like to do is because we are live right now. There's some live people on the chat. Um, why don't you guys let us know what you guys want to see on the next songwriting challenge? So what we're going to do is we're going to once again come up with a three word phrase. I want to do this again. Oh, okay. <laughs> and write a song that way. And then all the extras are going to come from our audience. I, I, I was laughing because I remembered, um, we mentioned Thanksgiving songs, right? Uh-huh. Uh, last week. And yeah. that was, I, I don't know if it was a year ago. That was one of our, challenges right around thanksgiving, thanksgiving is to write a thanksgiving song for mm. a song challenge so okay so um let's let's come up with a three word phrase <laughs> or three random words and we're gonna write a song about those three random words so i'm gonna go first and my word is turkey <laughs> what <laughs> so who wants to go next can can it just be they include the word like we don't this doesn't it doesn't have, have to be in order um yeah i guess so yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay okay we'll do it we'll do it that starting way. starting off with a noun kind of yeah. made it hard to okay. continue okay. It, you yeah. know what that's fine we, you can <laughs> rearrange the words you can just have the words be a part um, of the yeah, part of the lyrics you know? or yeah because last inspiration. time we kind of used all three words but we focused on different words anyway yeah. <laughs> right like but i mean they're all three like you know maybe uh, made sense to our songs and stuff but yeah it can just be inspired by these three words <laughs> maybe just use it as an inspiration or you can use them you know as lyrics in your song um however you guys want to uh just put them in order whatever order you guys want to put them in so yeah turkey <laughs> turkey yeah because uh, just, just it was gonna be something else but kahai is talking about thanksgiving i'm like you know what just be turkey. Oh, it doesn't have to be you know that's uh, just my my contribution yeah. Or maybe just I'll I'll contribute thankful. Oh, as the <laughs> thankful turkey. I, I like what Devin said, and I was thinking kind of along the same line. Exactly. So I'm gonna use Devin's one. Devin said jive turkey. Ooh. So jive jive is mine. Thankful jive turkey. <laughs> I was gonna or say groovy turkey but jive. I, I like jive better. <laughs> or thankful jive turkey. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So thankful. Jive and turkey. However you want to, you know, however you want to interpret these three words. Uh, if you want to add them to your song, go ahead and add them to your song. If you want to add one word, if you want two words, if you want to add all three words, totally up to you. Or if it's just an inspiration, totally fine. Now, um, the audience can give us uh, suggestions on extras if they if they want to. Kahai, do we have any suggestions? Uh, kind of. But uh, we could use like a genre suggestion or some of stuff yeah. like that too. Um, but the one suggestion that I kind of see with two different people is both. So Jim said Lilikoi Turkey Jam. 
And Devin said turkey with lilikoi stuffing. Ooh. So what if one of the bonuses is to also mm. in- incorporate lilikoi into it yeah. s- somehow? A little tangent. I've done that. Like, uh, with my, I've cooked lilikoi turkey. Before. Ooh. Or like, <laughs> you know how some people like glaze, you know, like mm-hmm. their, their turkey and their ham and stuff. I've taken like the lilikoi like jam or lilikoi butter. Mm-hmm. It's lilikoi butter. I used that and I smothered the turkey with it. And then when I cooked it, but I, mm-hmm. I smothered it like towards the last hour and then it just, my, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's, it's delicious. My favorite thing, uh-huh. and I, I can have it like on almost any sandwich because it tastes so good, is Lilikoi mustard. Mm, Lilikoi yeah, mustard yeah. is yeah. Oh, so good. But for- what was good about the Lilikoi butter is that like once it kind of dripped, and this is, you know, for all of you Thanksgiving people, I think you can order it on Amazon maybe the Lilikoi butter, but the, uh, the drippings that, you know, that come from the turkey where you make, um, you make gravy out of it. So the gravy kind of has that lilikoi flavor to it, too. Uh, oh, it's delicious. It's so good. My little yeah. turkey. I might Devin, that again this year. Huh? Devin's asking for a recipe. Like that's, he, that's basically just make your make your turkey the same exact way that you normally make it. But just like an hour prior to finishing, just smother the heck out of that thing with some like lilikoi butter. And then take all those drippings and uh, make make your normal uh make normal gravy out of it and it's delicious it's it's awesome fed it to my uh my mainland family like heather's family and they're like what is this (laughs) don't worry see it put in your mouth (laughs) 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 all right so so what 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 else we got so Mm -hmm. we got we got uh i guess lilikoi you know is oh yeah so so lilikoi is passion fruit for oh for those yeah for those people that that don't know lilikoi is passion fruit is it a different kind of like how koa is is um you know is what is that word uh indigenous no no no, no. (laughs) yeah it's like an indigenous kind of acacia i was like yeah the word acacia it's kind of like acacia Uh, is that so it's uh like but is it like lilikoi is a passion fruit that that grows here is it like i don't know i think it's just all it's just the hawaii or hawaii's word for Passion fruit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think if people associate mm. passion fruit though with juice usually, and mm. like lilikoi juice and passion fruit juice can kind of be a little bit different. Because mm. right, like, right, right, right. I think, and then people who associate passion fruit or like who think about passion fruit, sometimes they think about pog, which is different mm. from passion fruit or lilikoi yeah. juice. So there's yeah, anyway, all those. Man, lots of tangents today. So <laughs> totally <God>. not. <laughs> This, this is supposed to be a music-related show. Uh, yeah, right? I, I swear it is. Right. Like, just, just hang on. We'll didn't, get to music sooner or didn't later. Didn't have lunch yet. <laughs> God. Any other suggestions from the audience? Some people are saying we mm-hmm. should do funk again, but we just did funk, great, yeah, like funk and funk. disco. Yoda said, "Sounds like a Reggie song," <laughs> but does he mean reggae? Reggae. I don't know, he, but he like spelled Reggie. Lilikoi <laughs> turkey. Lilikoi jive turkey. Make it into a Reggie song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was thankful? Thankful jive turkey is uh, is what yeah, is the yeah. three words were. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Make it. Um, make it funk or make it. Uh, make it reggae. I guess yeah. you can make it reggae or make it funk. Um. I'm probably gonna try to go for another instrumental this time around because I will. I mean, it's. Straight up fruit food. So mm-hmm. if, if I write another song with lyrics in it, it's probably gonna be food. So because the three words suggest food, but um, what else? Key any key any kind of you know music things? I thought of um, 
we well we did like the major second right in one then last was last week the major seventh or was it the one before that i think we did something like that that's right the seventh and the major second major seventh what if we did a a major six or a minor fourth because we haven't done that all right minor four sounds good minor four yeah Yeah. okay Okay, minor four so add a minor four in there and these are just extras basically all you got to do is write a song that's inspired or has lyrics or whatever when you you think about when you think about write a song um that that reminds you of the words jive turkey thankful (laughs) 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 thankful jive turkey okay so however you interpret that that's going to be your song. That's the that's the beauty of writing songs, right? It's about, you know, you and about your thoughts and your emotions that you're trying to convey. So that's why we love doing this. We just love encouraging you folks to uh, get out your ukuleles, strum a few chords, and and, uh, and write a song. Um, any kind of chord progression that, you know, that people want to try? Mm, I don't um, know. Let's, let's, go, let's go back to basics with this one, and let's do a one, six, four, five. So that minor four you can add, you know, to the four. On the is that six four five? Is this uh like part of the guideline? Like they have to do? A... No, no. It's just uh, suggestions. Suggestions. Yeah, okay. suggestions. The yeah. only thing they got to do is write a song to um, "Thankful Jack yeah. Turkey." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Can you give an example of that? Like in okay. So for key? example, one six four five is going to be C, A minor, F, G, or in G is going to be G, E, uh, e minor, C, and D. In F is going to be F. D minor, B flat, and C. Okay, so the four, then, so yeah. it's going to be one, six, four, five. So that means the third chord in that. So C, A minor, F, G. So the F could be a uh, F minor. So it could be. So you can skip the G and turn that into an, a minor, or you can completely skip the four and just add a four minor. So, so over here is reggae. Sounds pretty good, actually. I steal yeah. that. So R and G be the the C would be the minor. So G, E minor, C minor to the D and G. Okay. So one six four five. Suggest use your suggestions. You don't have to do you know the one six four five. Um, another suggestion is form um, a minor four. So you can add a minor four in your songs just to kind of spice it up a little bit. Put some lilikoi in that turkey, right, Kai? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, so. Uh, Cameron and Rob they're talking yeah. about adding jazz as an option, and um, uh, the last one we did it was actually uh, add nine chord, right? Like that yeah. was our bonus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually, um, Chris and Sue sent me a message and they asked, "How do you know how to?" replace an add nine Mm -hmm. and i kind of explained to them that you just really with like add chords or major nine chords or any of those you take a regular major chord and you Mm -hmm. just replace it with that one and see if it works that's like the easiest way to do it Mm -hmm. so uh can you can you maybe show some of that like some ideas of like just replacing sevenths maybe so let's go with that c a minor f and, and g once again so the c you can do a C add nine instead, so it'd be a. So that would be an add nine because one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and then nine would be the next one in the scale. 
and C, right? So if we're doing G, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, oh, so, sorry, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 would be right here on the A. So if we play this, so because this is the A down here, same note as we found out with the scale. So you play G and add that note. So G add 9. So it can be something like C add 9. A minor with the... So there's that C add 9 to the A minor to the F minor, which is the minor 4, to the G add 9. Beautiful chords. And, <laughs> I think I think two people are like uh, cautious about doing mm -hmm. stuff like that because they're like, oh, well, how do I know if it works? Yeah, and just try. the easiest way is to try it and then yeah. trust your ear, right? Like yeah. if it sounds good, then yeah, it works. It probably yeah. works. Never stop the Beatles from doing anything, like, <laughs> or yeah. never stop Jimi Hendrix from doing anything. They're like, ah, sounds good here, Jimmy. You know, don't let people go like, it doesn't make sense there. They're like, yeah, to me it does. Jimmy, you're playing the wrong note. Do you know that? You have to play the right notes. Yeah, I would like to see somebody tell Jimi Hendrix that they're playing the wrong note. It's, <laughs> it's like kind of telling the rock you're bench pressing wrong. <laughs> oh, that that is totally not the way to do it. Yeah. Because you were talking about the rock earlier. <laughs> Rocky, rock, dude, rock, Mr. Mr. Sorry, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> you two... Uh, you know, shoulder, shoulder, shoulder width apart. <laughs> or whatever, or just do it, you know, you do you. <laughs> uh, Rob in the chat is yeah. asking, is there a difference between a nine chord and an add nine chord? Yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, I believe it's just the, the substitute. You're adding the nine and then um, the, the nine chord is that you're substituting the nine instead of the one. So the for example, this add nine, you have the one, three, five, but then uh, with the add nine, you're just adding the nine to it. Okay? Whereas the the C9, you would uh, you would basically play um, instead of the one. So that would be a C9 because you don't want this one there, which is basically the eight, right? So it'd be the you're doing the nine with the three and the five. Or, you know, yeah, no, I'll, I'll stick to that. <laughs> that instead. But it's just about substitutions. But I don't know. Not, I mean, I would, this is one of those times I would call up Abe and be like, Abe, can you tell me exactly the difference between a C9 and a C add 9? <laughs> this is like a, when you finish every sentence with a question mark, it's like, and then it becomes a C9? <laughs> a C9? I guess. C-add-9? Yeah. yeah. So. so that's why we went with C-add-9, because that's the one we know for sure that you just add the 9. <laughs> yeah, that's an easier one to do. <laughs> right on. So, um, yeah. So that's our that's our song challenge for uh, for this edition. Because uh, I, I want to say, like, for this month, because we don't do it every month, right? What would you say, Kahai? Yeah, uh, we kind of do it every three weeks about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, this one, it was the every, we did it four weeks because I didn't have the wheel ready mm -hmm. last yeah. week to pick so, somebody. The prize this time, I will get a jar of Lilikoi butter and a, 
and a packet of uh, of Ling Mui powder. <laughs> that okay. is the prize this time. So write those songs, okay? Because, you know, I guess, I don't know, you might get it before Thanksgiving. So when you make your turkey, you can slather <laughs> on that little koi butter if you yeah. want to. Right? Well, yeah, might maybe, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, Devin, Devin uh, mentioned uh, anti Lily Koi's. Yeah, that's the, the that's company. the one. That's the that's yeah. the one that I use. No, I use the one with the um, with like the the Hawaiian like symbol or the like the crest or whatever oh. on it. I don't. It's so I don't think it's anti Lily Koi. Yeah, it's like a black bottle. Yeah, yeah. But, but anti anti Lily Koi is that's made on too. Kauai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of the, the, you go to all the grocery stores and probably there. Yeah. I think they <laughs> usually have some yeah. around. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then like, um, if it, even if it doesn't get by, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, just, just make it. Oh, yeah. You can put it on ham. Ham yeah. is good. Yeah. So, it's you know, great on yeah, pretty much for anything. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. For Christmas. For Christmas. I, I'm, like if you're making a big Thanksgiving dinner, right? Mm. You probably have leftover turkey and ham, and yeah. you just put it on top afterwards, yeah. and or it's you just gonna you taste make good. Regular like gravy, you can you make like powdered whatever, like the McCormick powdered gravies. Just add a little bit of that little koi butter in there. It's like, <laughs> as Kahai's nephew would say. <laughs> no, he yeah yeah more yeah, more 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 more, more, more. more. <laughs> more please more please. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. Um, next up, next order of business, Kai. Do we have questions? Uh, I don't think so. Any other <laughs> orders of orders of business? Because I, I mean, nope. I can talk. I mean, just, I just want to make sure that like we we go over what we're supposed to go over. <laughs> that's. I think that's all it. good. Yeah. Okay. So with the you know with with, with the times now, I'm kind of like uh just just I have more time to like to practice my ukulele and, and the people. That I've seen recently on the, um, you know, on the, on the private lessons, uh, I get a lot of the, like, how do you, you know, how do you practice? Now I have more time to practice and we've talked about the 30 minutes and stuff. And, um, some people ask me, like, what if, you know, what if you don't want to do that? What if you want to mostly concentrate on songs? Like, how do you practice a song? Say, like, you know, you're going to perform this song with your ukulele group, like in a week or, or a month from now. Like, how do you, um, have an effective song practice and I don't think we've ever talked about that so I was thinking about it I was like I don't think we've talked about that before you know we've always like no you play songs and that's playing that doesn't count towards practice and I still stand by that but <laughs> you know if uh because I guess <laughs> if you're adamant about playing a song <laughs> as practice <laughs> and just calling it practice yeah it's well not... they made a good point though when when they asked me during the private lesson it was it's because like you know, when, when they were taking, they said that when they were taking piano lessons back when they were kids and stuff, they had like a, uh, you know, like a piece that they were working on. So it's like that song was what they practiced. Mm-hmm. I guess. And then I, I mean, of course I explained, I'm like, okay, we'll get this though. You know, if you practice that key, you know, like the key of whatever that song is in and you practice those chords that are present in the song, you are going to get better at that song and every other song that's in that key with those chords in it. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, if, if you're adamant about like, you know, getting there. but there is, I mean, and I yeah. thought about it and I really thought about it. And I'm like, okay, how would I go about practicing a song so that I can get better at that song? And, um, and I thought about this and, and I kind of just like compared it with my journeys before, like when, when learning a complicated song. So for example, um, I did, you know, practice songs like while well, my guitar gently weeps or body surfing or Europa, like how, how would I practice those songs? So. That's that's the topic of discussion. Now, 
how I would go about doing it is I would um I, I would go about doing it just like how we do you know most of the lessons. If it's a singing song, if it's a song that you play and you sing and there's a picking, I would do it exactly like how we um like how we model the the song lessons. Okay, um. Make sure you know the chords. Make sure you know the key that the song is in. Okay? So if you can get those chords down, that means anytime any one of those chords pop up in the song, you're there. You got it. So how do I do that? I do chord switching exercises. So for example, you know, um, the song has G, D7, E minor, C, C minor. Let's just say that. Let's just not pick any like easy chords and stuff. Okay? So it's a rather interesting chord. And it's not a chord progression. Those are just all the chords in that song. It can, you know, like sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. Okay? But let's just say that. So G, B7, uh, what did it say? E minor and C minor. Mm-hmm. Okay? So G, B7, E minor, C minor. Those are all the songs in, or all the chords in that song. I would take two chords from that, what, four chords, right? And I would switch between just the two chords. Like, for example, G and B7. I would go G... B7. I'm back to G again. And then, since I started out with G, I went to B7. Now I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do G and E minor because that's that's the next switch. So G to E minor and back. As a bonus, I know I'm kind of strumming it in, you know, like a uh, pop kind of way or a reggae kind of way, but um, I would want to get to know those chords so much that uh, I would want to kind of play them in whatever genre that I can think of. I could play them in, I would play them reggae wise. Or I would play them like kind of slow, you know. So it doesn't get boring because the main thing that you want to focus on is this hand right here. So this hand, right hand, can do whatever it wants. It can, you can play it how the song is, but that gets boring for me anyway. Okay. This is, we're talking about how I would approach it. I'll do like kind of, you know, like a slow song, like an R&B version of it, you know, if I want to, and then back and forth. I'll do a reggae. Maybe I'll play around with the rhythm. Maybe I'll do a, like three, four. Five four. Yeah, you know, just kind of making it making it interesting. Once again, go B G B seven G E minor G. What else did I did I have there? G uh, C minor, right? So G C minor, and I practice that. You know, maybe for the for the first five minutes. You know, just practice those with a G. Next five minutes, I would do, I'd work on the next chord, which is B, B7. So I already did B7 to G, so I can skip that. Now I'm going to do B7 to E minor. And then B7 to C minor. And then... You kind of see where I'm going, you know, where I'm going here. And E minor. Since I already practice E minor to B7 and E minor to G, all I got to do is practice E minor to C minor, E minor to C minor, E minor to C minor. And from there, 
I, you know, I got every single chord and, you know, in that, in that song and every single chord change possible. Okay. So I've trained my fingers to move, um, like how they're supposed to between each chord. Now, after I get the chords down, uh, that's five minutes of me just kind of working on the chord. The next five minutes, um, I'm going to spend on the rhythm. So I worked on the left hand. I'm going to work on the right hand. What is the groove? Um, because I worked so hard for the last five minutes you know, with my left hand, I'm going to give it a break and just place my uh, my hand over it. Does this song that I'm working on have a recorded version of this? Or does it, you know, is there a tutorial? Is there a play along somewhere? I'd put that on. I'd put the, you know, MP3 on. I'd put it on Spotify. I'd put the record on whatever, you know, you guys, uh, you guys are using to learn a song. And then just kind of moving my right hand with that, with the recorded version of it. If it does not have a recorded version of it, then, um, think how you would kind of either clap that song, snap to that song, and just feel out the heartbeat of, of the tune. Like I said, I'm modeling this after how we do our lessons here. Okay, so I would just kind of get the heartbeat of the song, do maybe double time, and then do the down, up, down, up, down, up, and then syncopate it how I would, and I'm just kind of put myself in the seat of, of the drummer or the percussionist. It's like how, can, what kind of, huh? Oh, uh, can, can you maybe, uh, can you guys like kind of demonstrate that maybe? Can Aaron like do, like actually play, uh, yeah. something? So Aaron's gonna play something. I'm, I'm gonna close my eyes. So I'm gonna do this so I don't see what he's doing and I'm just mm -hmm. gonna feel it out. Okay. So go ahead. Nice. So here I'm just gonna feel out the, the heartbeat. I'm imagining myself in the, uh, in the drummer's chair. And I'm listening to when he gets louder and when he gets softer. And I can, I'm kind of snapping to when he goes louder. So I'm going to add that. These are all just downstroms. And I'm kind of going along when he adds when he gets louder. It's basically him adding a uh, an accent to it. So I'm following his accents. Okay, add the up strums. Now notice we're not strumming exactly the same, but I am playing along with Aaron rhythm-wise. And now I'm gonna listen carefully to when he's strumming and see if I can voice it out. So just sing along to to the rhythm. You know, you're not doing one and two and or whatever or up up chunk up whatever. You're just doing da da. You're just scatting. Okay, everybody can scat. Then translate that to your hand. Now, when I add the chords to it, go. Since I'm the drummer, I don't have to just play the same rhythm exactly the same every single time. It'd be kind of boring. So I'm still imagining myself in the drummer seat.
that's kind of how you want to, you know, you want to use your right hand to follow a groove. I'm not thinking about down chunks up, whatever strumming pattern, you know, that these kids are talking about nowadays. <laughs> um, that's how I would do it. I would listen to it and, and do that. So now I know the chord. I'm going to go look at, you know, I'm going to go look at the song. <laughs> if it's a singing song, that's when the, you know, lyrics and whatever comes in because I know now how to play the song rather well i know the rhythm i know the chords i can switch between chords if any kind of funky changes happens i i'm on it you know so That's, if maybe if it's not a chord progression where it's changing the same way every time maybe he goes to a b7 from a c minor not gonna be a surprise for me you know what's that guy when when you're kind of doing all the like more fancy stuff and you yeah. said you're like kind of in the place of the drums you know like really like going yeah. off that's like also that's not necessarily what you want to do during the performance, right? Like, no, no, I'm no. gonna just, but then it is, <laughs> it is good to like learn those kinds of things yeah. and you can learn them for options. Yeah. Like, oh, this part <laughs> has like, it, it's great if I add in a build up right yeah. here and yeah. I can add in like yeah. a, a harder strum or like this part really needs like that, you know, uh, yeah. something yeah. that yeah. fills yeah. It's kind of based on the, how the song goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so find the flow of the song and kind of match that flow. Yeah, and you, like right now when you're practicing is the perfect time to experiment mm-hmm. to see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you don't want to do stuff that wrong so that you can figure out. Yeah, yeah. So you know what's wrong and you know what's yeah. yeah. That and, doesn't uh, fit. And I've always you know uh, so if we're talking performances and stuff, uh, you know, I've I've seen my fair share of like group performances where each and every person is doing the same exact strumming pattern and you know the same exact way and it's like. You know, quoting Sister Act Two, they're like an <laughs> army. You know, they're like an army. So it's it's one of those. It, it doesn't necessarily sound like that great. You know, like uh, if even if it's just a ten person group, if those ten ukuleles are doing the same chord with the same strum, it, it's you know it, it's, <laughs> it becomes like a drone. How do I say this nicely? Like yeah. it's. It it's, becomes well. It it sounds fine, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it, totally okay. It's fine, but it's just like it's just the baseline. Yeah, and you can see where if people just did something a little bit differently, or if somebody yeah. picked a little bit or something, then how yes. it can just grow to be like so much more than a, yeah. just that like bass song. Yeah. You so know? I was gonna say, you know, like Kahai is like you don't want to really, you don't really want to be doing that during the performance, and and then to that I say, well, well why not? <laughs> well, know, like, but if ten people are doing that, maybe it doesn't sound great either. <laughs> but you know, pick your spots, pick your balance, yeah, pick yeah. your spots. If uh, it sounds good in a place in the song, because you know that you'll know the song pretty well. You know, at that point, yeah. And I was just saying, like, you probably don't want to just, like, throw it all in, too. Yeah. You want to be careful about where you put in those things. Yeah. It, it'll make your performance better, I think, mm-hmm. instead of just going, like, ah, oh, just listen to me play this, like this, you know, right now. <laughs> right, right, right. Because then it just, if it's not the right spot, it'll just throw people off. People will mm-hmm. be like, oh, I thought I was listening yeah. to, like, a calm, easygoing jam. And then yeah. all of a sudden, this guy... This guy just came in with the drum solo. What is what? <laughs> Playing yeah. a different song than the rest of the band. Yeah. But yeah, so just kind of getting to, you know, getting to know the groove and getting comfortable with the groove, following the groove and then setting your own, you know, like, and, and like Kahai said, kind of pick your spots and, and know when to add those things, but make sure that you're, uh, you're contributing something to, uh, you know, to, to, to the song instead of like distracting from it. You know, you want to distract from the song. You want to contribute to, to it. So. With, with that said, that's what, like another five minutes that I would work on that. So th- these are not going to take that long. Five minutes of working on the chords, 
five minutes on strumming, I'm still going with the 30 minute, you know, um, uh, structure of, of practice. Cause I still stand by the anything longer than that. As far as retention goes, it starts to, to go down, you know? Um, after I get that, if there's any picking of any sort or any kind of riff that, that I should be doing, that's, that's when I'll, uh, that's when I'll practice those. You know, I'll start and I'll do it. I know it sounds boring, but line per line. I know a lot of people want to go like, play the whole song already and that's where i see a lot of students you know i can tell that they that they practice the song but they practice the song yeah the whole song (laughs) they're kind of try to play it but i always tell people to zoom in on a part that's kind of that's giving you a hard time so in order to figure out what that is um take it line by line so that you know which line you need to work on there might be lines that you know that you'll find easier to play than others so those others that are not you know that are they're giving you a hard time that are not as easy for you to play that's what you spend more time on but you're gonna play all the lines so that you play that you're not only just gonna play the hard line you know during the performance you're gonna play all of it so play all of it but spend more time on the lines and when i say lines um like for example here's you know uh, that song body surfing a line would be that's one and i would consider as a as another line because uh this repeats yeah so but then you got the so I'll practice. That's where it changes. Yeah, that's where it changes. So those are two separate lines. Okay, so the first line I'm going to practice is, you know, play it over. Make sure I get it. I play it at varying tempos. Uh, you know, just according to your, you use your metronome. I'm just kind of giving an example. Use yeah, your yeah. metronome. Basically, slow. get to the point where you can play it in yes. your sleep. Or yes. you, you don't have to really <laughs> think about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'll do. So even though I'm not playing the E string, I know that it's part of the, uh, you know, it's part of the whole thing. That's so where I'm gonna, you're coming yeah, from. Before, that's where you're coming yeah. from. Exactly. So. I would practice that and then I'd bridge them together. And then work on this next line. That's one line. Another line is... So on and so forth. Repeat, rinse, repeat until you get the whole, you know, the whole picking. Okay. Work it line per line and work on the ones that's giving you hard time the most. All right. <laughs> now that's, that's going to be another, what, five, 10 minutes. Let's just say 10 minutes, but I, you're probably saying, Oh, dream, that's only 20 minutes. I thought you said 30 minute practice. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I think, uh, we tell people this and then they, they try and stick to it so hard, right? Like yeah. they're like, I'm doing five minutes of this. I'm doing five <laughs> minutes of this. I'm doing 10 minutes of this or 20 minutes of this. But it's kind of like, uh, those are good guidelines, but use your best judgment. Cause yeah. if the song only has one chord, it's like, you probably don't need to spend five <laughs> minutes just practicing 
that one chord. Yeah. Or if the song has, you know, 12 chords or it has a bunch of chords, then you probably have to expand yeah. that five minute practice to, you know, whatever you, so you can get all through all the chords. Yeah. No one's, no one's going to turn you in because you did six minutes of chord practice or <laughs> did, four minutes of chord practice. Don't worry about it. You know, did you, uh, in middle school or did you take band in middle school too? I sure did. <laughs> did you have the practice sheets where like I sure did. you're supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, I, I did, I did, did I not forge my practice sheets. I sure did. <laughs> uh, did I try to forge my practice sheets? I sure did. And did my parents catch me? They sure did. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I did, I practiced and I think I must have practiced even more than like what the practice sheet was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But I just was so lazy to log it and was so lazy to like, here, can you guys sign this before, you know, yeah. before I go to school? I think so it's, I did lie. In terms of like, you know, <laughs> how much you see you yeah, but, practicing, yeah. but, but you it's, did. But I did. So I don't know. It's it's a gray area. Kids, just do things honestly, please. Yeah. <laughs> it's much easier. But <laughs> like you were saying, like, we're not going to call you out or nobody's yeah, going to no call gonna you out. call you out for it. It's fine. Because you, you're only cheating yourself. If you cheat and you say you practice for half an hour, you only practice for 15. That's That's on you, you know? Uh, and I think people also think that they need to set 30 minutes, like a whole chunk of 30 minutes mm-hmm. to practice, right? Yeah. But you can kind of break it down where it's like, yeah. I only have 10 minutes right here. I have 10 minutes right mm-hmm. there. I have. Do what you can. Yeah. I've Do heard of can. people who they leave their uke next to their work desk mm-hmm. and just whenever they have a break from work, they yep. pick it up and they play. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah. It's a we've, good way to get stuff yeah. in just whenever you can. We we've seen them improve mm-hmm. by just by doing that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it don't you don't have to feel like no, no. I need to do it like this and I need to separate it into these blocks. It's like play to you, uh, yeah. kind of adjust it to you. So uh, I know that I, it's five minutes, five minutes, and ten minutes. You know, for for the next one that for the last one that we we're talking about, and there's a ten minute that's left now. So this this is gonna be a little controversial, okay? <laughs> what key is that song in? So for example, although oh no, let's go back to the G B B seven. I got caught up here in this body surfing thing, um, but we'll get back to it, okay? So G B seven E minor C minor. You're gonna be in the key of G. How do you spend those last ten minutes? I would practice the heck out of a G scale. <laughs> Why? Because the song is in the key of G, okay? If I practice the G scale, I'll know every single notes in that key. So that gives me more of an understanding of that song. But more importantly, that 10 minutes of practice goes towards 10 minutes of overall practice with the ukulele. Okay, not only am I getting to know the song, I'm getting to know the key. So every other song that is going to be in the key of G, I'll have knowledge to. But how does that apply to the song that I'm playing? I'm glad you asked, Aldrin. (laughs) (laughs) So if I practice G scale, I know those notes, right? And then in extension, um, okay, so I have those, those notes as well. So if I'm playing G, it'd be kind of boring to just play it straight, right? But if I know my scale, I can play it. So people always ask me, like, how, how do you do all that extra stuff? It's because I know the scale. I know what notes to add. And um, those notes are basically safe notes in that scale. So if I'm playing G, 
sort. Oh. So I can add this note to it. I can add this note to it. I can add that note. I can add this note to it if I want to. Those are just, you know, because I, I know the key and I know what the safe zones are. If I'm playing E minor. So I can come up with like completely different voicings sometimes. And during the practice, I'll know if it sounds good or if it doesn't. So G. Okay, so that last 10 minutes should um, should be in the scale uh, or practicing the scale. And I, I give it a big 10 minutes because it's not just getting better at the song, but it's getting better at all the songs that are going to be in G. And that's how I would do song practice. Kind questions. of <laughs> earlier, like you did the right hand stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of like at the end of the right hand stuff, you experimented with like uh, going yeah, out of it rhythms yeah and then so now it's like kind of you experiment with the left hand stuff too yeah. right like mm -hmm. and you really want to see how far you can push it so yeah yeah you, and you can start off you don't have to start off with just like or you don't have to start off with adding notes to chords mm -hmm. right away mm -hmm. right you can start off with just knowing what notes are safe on your fretboard mm -hmm. and you know like practicing that so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. there's a ton of different ways to practice notes too there's like skips and there's all these different uh practices or yeah. uh, what is so it it's not just like straight yeah you can do or you can even do like mold practice yeah However you yeah. want to, however you want to practice it, and or you could take like G, <laughs> and know all the chords in you the got, chord family. Got yeah, there? I got, I got there. Yeah, I got, yeah, you there. got there. I stopped. Like I, I tripped a little bit, but I made it through this line. <laughs> yeah. So when when people like when we tell people do scale practices, and they're like, oh, but if I do scale practices just for that whole hour. It's like they're only probably doing major scales and just going mm -hmm. up and down the major scale. There is so many other like techno scale or yeah. key practices you can do uh, and just try them all because you can definitely fill up 10 minutes easily mm -hmm. by doing all of them, you know? Yeah. So, and you know, I, I know a lot of people are like working on tunes and stuff. So use this kind of as a guide to get better at those things that you're working on. It's like, uh, there are other things if like uh, the, the picking part, right? I said, you know, focus on the, you know, on the, the the different lines and then put them into lines you can do that as well if there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of chords so you're playing a jazz song where it's like a lot of different chords and there's no like picking to it or if there's a picking and there's a lot of chords you can turn the chords the chord changes into lines as well you know like if is there a certain like kind of chord line that you know that that you have so for example uh, this is i'm just going to embarrass myself here but if the line goes So that's like one, you know, one line, and then the uh, the other line goes. And then go back to that. So if you're having a hard time with this top line right here, just practice that top line and just do um do it slow.
it again. If you have to, go back to you know the original like five minutes, which is like just doing the jo- those doing the chords, yeah. yeah, doing the chords. But just for that one line, you know, because if you're gonna try to do it with these, it's gonna take too long, yeah. you know. So just separate it line by line, isolate, isolate the yeah. uh, the line that you're having a hard time with, and then just practice just that. So know how to isolate your weaknesses, and you know. Working that part, so like not the guy that should be talking about this, but if you know if you're working out and you feel like oh it's my traps or, <laughs> or my biceps those are. work, you know <laughs> you would just you would tr- you target your biceps, I guess, your <laughs> triceps uh, or whatever. I mean, I've heard muscles exist somewhere <laughs> in my body. I don't know where they are, but I, I would, have. I would do that. I think. <laughs> I think I have a muscle, it's, and it's somewhere. I know it's somewhere, but but yeah, yeah it's you know work out your musical muscle. That's that's what I the but, the practice that I I like hearing you give to people in like uh, the one on one coaching and stuff is like you tell them to record them playing the song, yeah. like playing the chords of the song. Mm-hmm. And then play over it using like scales or mm-hmm, using mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm. and try and improvise some picking. But mm-hmm. when you do that, you really learn like what notes are kind of what notes you want to highlight or are mm-hmm. important in what areas too, yeah, right? Yeah. And it kind of helps you get more selective with if you're interested in improvising and stuff, it helps you make better lines for improvising. Cause you're not mm-hmm. just you, we, we've heard like people, right? Like where they just, it sounds like they're playing the scales up and down and they're mm-hmm. kind of playing all the notes. Yeah. But really good improvisers are more selective about it's not about playing all the notes. It's about playing certain notes in certain places, mm-hmm. right? To get the, to be the most effective. So yeah, that's kind of another way to practice to getting to know your key and your scale and everything. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, do we have questions from the audience? So I kind of just rambled on there because there's, I, I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> There's uh, two questions, but I think we only have time for maybe one of these. Okay. So. Yeah, but see, that's exactly what I meant. I'm like, is there something we, we you know, we got to talk about? Because once I get started on this, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's going to be it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we don't get to these uh, questions, we'll save them. Too. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try to answer, you know, as much as I can. But what's the first one? Uh, Patrick asked, what if, because we talked about uh, the practice is 30 minutes a day. Right. So he asked, what if you have hours in a day? If you have hours in a day, I would spend that playing, you know, like playing songs and stuff. Or um, if if you feel like, you know, playing, uh, you're playing the same thing over and over, maybe like just try to play a new song, you know, like it doesn't necessarily count towards practice because like, okay, cool. What are, what's the chords of this? And <laughs> yeah. just like, just try to play, you know, play. If you have hours to play, go play. Um, another thing is if that's, if that's too boring for you, why don't you do the same thing that uh, Kai was talking about? Maybe, uh, you know, record yourself. Playing a few, you know, playing a few chords, and then just jam out. Maybe do a, uh, you know, do an improv or whatever. An easier, easier way to do this. I've been doing this lately. Is um, YouTube has jam tracks, mm-hmm. so you can just kind of search up like, oh, um, blues jam track in A or whatever. You know, like choose your key, choose whatever genre you want to play in, and it just has a background for you, and then uh, play in that key. And sometimes the, uh, you know, the, the jam track tells you what key it's in or what are the notes you can choose from and stuff and what the next chord is going to come up. It's super fun. That's what I would do for hours. If I had hours, I'd just jam that for hours. But, you know, like my kid's like, nah, play with me, dad. So, yeah, uh, that's what like, I would do. <laughs> like what I do for a warm up is I just go on YouTube and I look up a playlist of <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's become such a stereotype, but mm-hmm. like 
lo-fi playlist or even like mm-hmm. you know the, all the places you see where it's like uh, mm-hmm. to chill and relax or to do homework too mm-hmm. i just put it on because i don't know what songs are coming up yeah and i just start to try and improvise to them mm-hmm. and then find yeah, you know what key is is being played and figure out what chords and it just yeah. gets my hands working and gets my ear really working to hear for yeah. those things too or so. you know if you have plenty of hours in a day why don't you you know like um perform you know, like perform not necessarily on a stage and stuff. Like, why don't you like make a video, send it to your friends, send it to your family. Like, hey, mom and dad, I got this song. I just learned or whatever. Like, and you know, just have fun. That's like that's the time to have fun. You can yeah. even make a video, you can make it fancy, you can or go on YouTube and search up like how do I make a whatever kind of video. Like, or just you, have fun with it. At that point, I would just have fun. <laughs> well, like for you, right? When yeah. you were learning and you had a long or you had a period time. of yeah. time to do stuff you said you would go through cds whole cds mm-hmm. right yeah. and try and play through the whole cd yeah. too so if there's a cd that you like just put it on and you know don't don't stop to be like what are the chords yeah, what what is it. the picking feel around just try and go through the whole thing mm-hmm. with by playing through the whole thing yeah it'll uh, level you up as a musician yeah okay. yeah and, uh, next. and you'll uh, be able to find all those spots that are tripping you up yeah. or you know mm-hmm. And then you can practice those things. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Renee asked, um, or she said, I'm trying to teach myself a riff from a guitar tutorial. Okay. I'm great with the E and A strings, but what do I do when they say a D string? Uh, second fret of C string sounds weird to my ear. Um, let's see. Like a D string. Well, if you're talking about E and A strings on the guitar or the, I mean, I'm guessing you're talking about ukulele. So let's just, I, let's just rephrase this question as, you know, I'm learning a riff, a guitar riff, and I'm looking at tabs, I'm guessing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So looking at tabs for the guitar and transposing them over to ukulele. I mean, the, right off the bat, I would just do the plus five. Okay. So, um, the bottom four strings plus five is going to be that. But you're probably asking, well, what about the bottom three strings? If you have a low G, you just have to worry about the bottom two strings. Now, the bottom two strings, um, because you don't have the bottom two strings of the ukulele, that's when I would take it up here. Now, if you bar the seventh fret, it then becomes zero of the guitar. But if you're talking about the top two strings, it's actually the top, the, the bottom two strings of your ukulele. So the E and A bass on the guitar is the same thing as your E and A strings on the ukulele. So if there's a line where it goes, um, like, let's see, what's I'm trying, trying to think of a line of that, like on the on the spot, like trying to think <laughs> something. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, you can't. You're not supposed to use the exact like you can't guitar use tab, yeah. you can't use guitar tabs for ukulele. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I I think what Renee is trying to do to right taking the E and A yeah and then and then doing that thinking about yeah. the D string too like she's like mm-hmm. oh what do I play for the D string but yeah. for ukulele it doesn't get higher than the E and A strings yeah yeah so you kind of no, have to think about it differently you can you know you can the the D string on the guitar if if you're doing it that way would just be equivalent to your fifth fret. So if it's going to be, so you just do a plus five, you know, to, to your A string. So if it says like D string second fret, for example, it would equivalent, it'd be the equivalent to your uh, A string seventh fret because it's five plus a two. So I would just do the plus five <laughs> method to the A string. I know that's kind of complicated or whatever, yeah. but if you really want to do that, E and A like is equivalent as to the E and A of your strings. Um, anything on the D string of the guitar is equivalent to anything uh, plus five on the A string. Yeah, I think 
at this point, it might be better for you to look at the actual notes, the notes. that are being played. Yeah. yeah. And when you look at the notes, just take the notes and apply it to the notes on your ukulele. It's kind of like you have to, it's almost like putting Google Translate to two, to, through two layers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you'll get a more accurate representation of what it's supposed to sound like yeah. than if you just like try and do the, a E and A kind of yeah, it's, you know it's tough because I would you know if it's like a guitar riff you might even have to like transpose it to what works for the ukulele like yeah in it's it's in its range you know so yeah yeah that's a tricky question yeah but. so so we actually have a diagram where it's like all the notes on a guitar mm-hmm. and how it's related to an ukulele so um I'm gonna put that in the chat and Kahai will put it in the show notes as well. Mm. Um, but from that, you can kind of figure out, like, you know, if you're reading a tab, you can find the note that get, like, you know, if, uh, if you're reading a guitar tab mm. and it says whatever E, E string, seventh fret, you can figure out what that note is yeah. on, on the guitar by mm. finding that dot. And then you can see, uh, what that translates to on your ukulele. Yeah. So, yeah. And, like I would, the way I would do it is I would play all the E, everything on the E string. I would play it on my C string or try to because that's the lowest string on the ukulele. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you have a re-entrant ukulele, that's mm-hmm. the lowest string. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then try and play everything that's on the A string, play it on my E string and play everything on the D string, play it on my A string. Yeah. And you can kind of, you got to change. Your fingers aren't going to look the same as a, the guitar player who's playing it. But it's probably gonna be like within a box, or it's gonna be within four frets, you know, around yeah, yeah. there, and it'll look or it'll feel better to play on the ukulele than if you kind of just take a direct one for one mm-hmm. from yeah. guitar to. And then ukulele. there, there are a bunch of notes on the guitar that are way lower than the ukulele will be able to play. So you just pretty much either have to trans transpose it to <laughs> or a higher, higher octave yeah. or whatever, or just disregard those. Um, so it, there, there isn't any one to one translation from guitar to ukulele but you can try it's gonna take a lot of uh, transposing and yeah yeah it's kind of you you're compromising to Mm. try and get the best result you're not like gonna just do it exactly yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. but you know it's possible like you can you can uh definitely take guitar songs and turn it into ukulele like that's i think friggin bohemian rhapsody yeah i'm like listening to it i'm like there's no way you can do this and someone did and i'm like oh yeah i guess you could (laughs) i guess you could the the one that i think of is like Mm. uh when you play blackbird right because i I play blackbird too Mm. and we were talking about it and i'm like oh what about these notes and he said well i tried to hit the most important notes you Mm. know yes yes. and and like i do the notes that i can and hit the most important notes Mm. and I, you're just trying to get as best mm. as you can. Yeah. yeah. And if it, the song is still recognizable as yeah. the song on ukulele, then you did your job. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's it. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in to Thursday Live Lesson. We do this every Thursday at 1 p.m. Hawaii Standard Time. So come join us via UU Plus. If you don't know what that is, go to ukuleleontheground.com and sign up for UU Plus to take your ukulele playing to the next level via, you know, extra shows like this you can participate and um and talk to us in in the chat and ask your questions uh uu plus also allows you to get uh two private lessons with yours truly a month so make sure you sign up for that and you get 
tons and tons and tons of extra content over at Ukulele Underground, including, um, you know, the guest teachers and master classes and you know, Ukulele Underground University and lots and lots of extra goodies. So make sure you check out UU Plus at Ukulele Underground. It's Aldrin on behalf of Kahai and Aaron. We'll see you next time. Aloha and stick around for one-on-one coaching and tomorrow for a little Friday Live Jam. Yes. Uh, new play along on Sunday. New play along on Sunday. I think because it's it's, right. the, it's the first. first. Yeah, <laughs> I think. The, yeah. So uh, I don't see you guys tomorrow. Happy Halloween for those of you folks who observe Halloween. And uh, we'll see you do we, yeah, then. Sorry. Do we also want to say that we might not be here next week? Yes. We, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We might not be. I totally forgot. Thank you for uh, for, for being that. See, that's why you pay the big bucks, guy. Uh, I might not be here more specifically next, uh, next <laughs> week. So I don't know if you guys want to do an Aaron and Kahai show. <laughs> totally fine with me. You know, like uh, someone can be in the hot seat and answering questions or be a totally different show altogether. Hey, but guys. I guys. <laughs> I won't be here. Um, I have something. <laughs> I have, Maybe... Like, plans let's just yeah. maybe it'll just be me and aaron eating all the leftover halloween candies <laughs> <laughs> but, <a> <laughs> yeah. so yeah who knows? but as of right now there's you know there's no uh there probably i should say probably won't be mm-hmm. a thursday and friday show that means no thursday live lesson no one-on-one coaching and no a little friday live jam for next week that's that's r- as of right now but who knows it'll change to so just keep it locked <laughs> in at ukulele on the ground who knows but uh yeah i won't be there so maybe these two guys will do something. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Um, if not, I'll see you next time. Aloha. <laughs>